Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shot. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance that underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Spencer, and this is going to be our penultimate episode for the year. We're going to be taking a break from the 28th of November, so that'll be next week, and we'll be back with the first episode of 2021 on Saturday, the 2nd of January. And who knows what the year might hold. We're going to talk a little bit next week about the importance of making plans. But for this one, I want to give you some ideas on how you can improve mental health, your overall well-being. It's something I've alluded to quite a bit if you listen to our content, if you've read our blogs, watched our videos and so on. It's something very close to my heart and there's a hint on what the topic's going to be. And I think it's important to focus on some of this stuff, particularly with the year we've had. It's been for some people absolutely terrible, for others catastrophic, and for others they may have, have been okay and coasted through and it's, it's not been too bad or too disruptive. For us as a business, it's actually been an incredibly good year. As an award-winning wellbeing company with online solutions, we did very well um, out of things which you know is a good thing in the sense that businesses need to thrive because if the business is thriving, we're drawing a salary, we're continuing to spend our money and circulate it around our local and broader economy. And that's really important. And also, and I'll allude to this, uh, or this is a, another big hint about the content I'm going to talk about in a second, but when we hit our target, every month we donate money to a charity. And that's an essential part of our purpose, really. You know, it's not just a, a revenue generating business, far from it. Our purpose is to create happy, healthy and resilient teams. When we do hit target, then we we make sure we give back. And it's almost always animal charities because we're such softies for animals. But last month, for example, it was Street Vet. So it kind of bridged homelessness and, and helping that community of people, but also helping animals. And I think the month before that or the one before that, we actually gave the money to a Black Lives Matter charity. So it isn't always animals, but it very often is. Um, and that, in fact, is an illustration of heartfulness. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. It's a term that we coined. We may well not have been the first, but I don't know anyone else who uses it in this context. And the idea of heartfulness is twofold. So one side of it is about connecting or reconnecting with yourself. So for many of us, we have busy lives. You know, we may have found that we used to enjoy certain hobbies or passions and we just don't seem to have the time for it anymore. It's harder to make the time. Maybe the convergent pressures of, of work and home mean that we just no longer have time or, or think we've got time to do these things. And this particular part of heartfulness is about reconnecting with that hobby, passion or purpose and making some time for it, even if it's five minutes a week or a little bit more than that. It's just getting it back in um, and getting benefit from it. It's not going back to building bolster airplanes because you love to do that as a boy or reconnecting with uh, with a sport that you used to do when you were a girl just because you used to do it. It's, it's ensuring that you connect with something that really lights you up. It's, uh, you know, in energy terms, it would be a, a radiator rather than a drain. It's something you really enjoy doing. And I've got a really good uh, anecdote about that. 
I've had guitars in the house, so an electric and an acoustic for well over a decade. And in that time, I've picked them up and I've had some lessons on two separate occasions. And I just wasn't committed. I thought I was. I wanted to be. I wanted to be able to play guitar. But my instructor would come one day a week and no sooner had they gone, then it felt like the week had flown by, the knocks on the door, there they are for the second lesson and I hadn't picked the guitar up in between. So it just wasn't happening. I wasn't making progress. It wasn't satisfying for me nor my teacher. So both times I let it go. And then in the second lockdown here in the UK, which started early, early November, uh, I picked the guitar up again. And I just thought, you know what, now's the time. I found a teacher online and he started, he's, we're doing online lessons, although we have had a couple of face-to-face when we could do. And it, just, everything's come together. I, I want to play the instrument. I get on well with Joe, the instructor. Uh, I've made some quick progress enough to sort of feel, oh, you know, this, this feels pretty good. It doesn't sound too bad. I'm encouraged to carry on. And I've fallen in love with the instrument. I've fallen in love with with going downstairs and chilling out for half an hour with the guitar. Um, I've just really enjoyed having that opportunity to um, to zone out, I suppose, and, and decompress. It's been a huge part of that. So it's beyond playing the instrument. It's beyond playing the guitar. It's given me a great deal more than that. And that is the very epitome of heartfulness. And I, I'm now continuing to do that. In fact, I've sold the cheapy guitar I had and I've bought a lovely new instrument, which sounds beautiful and is easier to play. So that's one side of it. It's very much about reconnecting with something that's all about you. And then the other side of it is taking you out of self. It's very much about doing something for something bigger than you, for a cause that's even unrelated to you. So another personal example of that for me is, I mean, forget this year, but ordinarily for the last few years, I volunteered my time to a charity called Diversity Role Models. And that's a charity that works to combat the the effects of homophobic, biphobic and transphobic bullying. So I go into schools and either volunteer as a role model, but more recently help facilitate those workshops. So it's an entire school day. It can be very intense, but extremely energizing and rewarding. You know, when you get the opportunity to talk to anything up to 125 kids in a single day, about your story of coming out. In some cases, it's allies' stories. So there isn't a coming out story, but they may have had a sister or a brother, or they just want to represent equality. And, and that has an impact on, on at least some of the kids in the room. And, and also it gives the kids an opportunity to look up and think, that's me. I feel like that. Or have a bit more empathy and support for, for their friends who may feel like that. Extraordinarily um, rewarding work. And we also fundraise for a charity called Alzheimer's Research because my late father-in-law passed away from Alzheimer's related causes. So there are two, two things I do that, that aren't about me. They're about causes much bigger than me, but I get the same benefits, um, the same feelings of dopamine, of oxytocin, of perhaps some serotonin endorphins as well, but predominantly dopamine and oxytocin. But they are very important neurotransmitters for mental well-being. And if you can help generate dopamine through an activity that you find rewarding, that can make you feel great. And it triggers a certain part of the brain that makes us want to go and repeat those behaviors. And that can be a negative thing. Um, addiction, for example. Um, but it can also be a, be used for, for positives, to, to do positive things. And I definitely get lots of dopamine when I'm doing that DRM work. And I definitely get it when I'm playing the guitar as well. And then oxytocin is bonding and connection. And you get that when you are helping others when you're you're connecting uh when you're connecting with a cause bigger than you it's not necessarily a physical connection it can be emotional or intellectual so powerful things and i think more so now than ever 
we should be thinking about what kind of heartfulness is in our lives. We should be thinking about um, who we can help, who else we could serve, um, and, and looking inward as well at ourselves. Now, what do we need as human beings right now? And that changes and it evolves. But what do you need now? You know, would you benefit from, from falling in love with a new hobby or passion or starting a new project or, or finding something you used to love and then reconnecting with that? And I think the, the benefits to mental well-being are absolutely huge. So um, that is the essence of this week's message. And if you're looking for a clear takeaway, I would say two things. One, what do you love that you're not doing at the moment? What lights you up? What radiates heat and energy within the body? And it could be something you used to love or it could be something you've always wanted to try or get into. And go and pursue that or make the first stages. Maybe it's putting a Facebook post on saying, does anyone know of any local guitar teachers? Perhaps it's ordering a book or starting to listen to podcasts about a particular topic. And I'd also really encourage you to think as a second piece of a second takeaway about who else you can help. Because even if you're feeling pretty good at the moment, being taken out of self and getting those feelings of, of helping others in the community, whether it's COVID related, whether it's helping someone with their shopping or volunteering your time or fundraising for a charity, brilliant things to do that will make you feel really good and have huge boosts on your overall well-being and a nice way just to finish off the year I think and also to start the next year so that's it as always um, thank you very much for listening I appreciate it share this episode and if you've got any specific questions for me on any of this contact me through social media or through the website which is bodyshopperformance.com and then lastly if this kind of content has interested you jump on our website and click on the menu which is a search bar at the top and type in heartfulness or oxytocin or something of that sort any search you want to do actually on anything relating to well-being and it'll pick up all the blogs vlogs and podcasts we've ever produced on that particular topic so go forth and enjoy otherwise yeah feel free to sit back digest what we've talked about in this episode and take whatever action suits you thanks for listening and as always stay healthy i'll talk to you next week if you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies head over to our website bodyshopperformance.com you'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health iq quiz so if you'd like to find out more about how you sleep your mental health your energy your body composition digestive health and your overall fitness for the rigors of life take our short health iq quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end that's over there at the website bodyshopperformance.com